Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Welcome to a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes, okay? And everybody else in between is your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tim? Hey, boo. Hey, y'all. Happy New Year's. Me, Tim, bear my throat. <laughs> you had fun? The I book? did. I went to a basketball game last night. I was screaming. LeBron was out there whooping our ass. Shame. I was like, stop, LeBron. Stop that nigga. <laughs> couldn't hold him. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen LeBron. No, I have seen LeBron play. I can't remember when, but I have seen him. Might have been in Charlotte a while ago. Everybody was at the game last night. It was who lit. you seen? Who you seen? Uh, I seen the baby was at courtside. 
I was, I went courtside, y'all. I couldn't afford them tickets last night. <laughs> I was in the suite. I didn't really, that's the only person I saw that was celebrity. I wasn't paying much attention, honestly. But mm. it was packed. I hear and that. The, the nosebleed seats was $110 right up on the, against the wall. Shame. That motherfuckers be wall. licking. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> Luckily, you ain't got to pay for no tickets. You know, right, exactly. I ain't paid for a game ticket yet. <laughs> um, I just, God came over me this morning and I have a message for everybody listening. He wanted, I don't know who needed to hear this, but uh, clean your makeup brushes, ladies. Some of y'all ain't clean y'all makeup brushes since before the pandemic. Go get your makeup brushes and clean them this week in the name of Jesus, okay? Amen. <laughs> They wonder why they got acne. You ain't changed your pillowcases. You ain't changed your pillows. You know, right. pillows be heavy as hell with all them skin cells in there. Throw them damn pillows out for the new year and wash your brushes. Yes. <laughs> change your mattress cover. Just do all the things. We yes. doing all the things 2023. Right. Okay. Correct. So how was what your weekend your... aside from that? Crazy. I've been manifesting. I was like, I haven't been to no games this season. This week I went to literally three weeks and seven three games in seven days. Shame. So on New Year's Eve I went to uh another game. I can't even remember who we played. Went to the game and everybody was hanging out after the game, but I came home. I came home and I um so they do the Charlotte celebration like right on the side of my building. Mm -hmm. So where the queen the uh, the queen crown goes in the sky at midnight mm -hmm. is literally right. I could see it from outside my um, patio. So I just went on my patio and watched the festivities and listened to the music. And baby, they did a fireworks show. Bitch, I thought that shit was coming in my house. It was so intense. I was out there screaming on a, from the top of my lungs. I had to run in the house. I was scared. But it was a good time. And I just brought it in by myself. What about you? Um. Oh, hold on. I want to say, did you know that Charlotte is named after a black woman? Queen yeah, of Mech Queen, Queen Charlotte, Queen Charlotte. Of Mecklenburg. Yeah. Yes. Just in case y'all ain't know, <laughs> royals in the South. Yeah. Um, so I had like a little house party I went to. One of my friends, I helped her plan a house party on Friday for her birthday. So that was really nice. Okay. A lot of Is karaoke. Yeah. You know, I take my mic everywhere. So I was fucking entertaining, bitch. Now I'm feeling crazy. under the weather. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Y'all, this bitch really be carrying a karaoke mic just randomly with her. <laughs> Cutting up, bitch. Big wheels keep on turning. Proud Mary. Whatever. Whatever I feel like, I'm going to do it. I'm an entertainer, okay? Um, New Year's Eve was mm -hmm. Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, I hung out with a friend, okay? We ate oysters and had a shakuchi board. Y'all ate oysters <laughs> or he ate your oyster? Both of them for the new year. <laughs> Happy new year. And look, my, one of my resolutions, I was like, not even a resolution. I was like, you know what? For the first three months of 2023, I'm not having sex. And then fuck into this <laughs> new year. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Okay. That's it no. for the new year. You yeah. not having sex no more? No, for three months. I'm going to really try to do it. Okay, that's good. And look, that takes us into our um, our stupid internet news. Our, our... What are the sins of this week? <laughs> so um, just the one thing I think that associates with me not having sex, hopefully. Okay. I'm going to try real fucking hard. But mm -hmm. I saw um, 
Taraji P. Henson, she did an interview with um, Angie Martinez mm-hmm. this week, and she was saying how she hadn't been happy in a long time. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? One of my, I feel like one of my resolutions for last year, I wanted to be like, when somebody asked me like, hey girl, AJ, how you doing? I want to be able to say, girl, you know, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I've never been able to do that. Mm-hmm. So just yesterday I was saying how I wanted to, um, like plan a trip, go someplace for a month by myself. You know what I'm saying? So Taraji P. Henson was saying, you know, how important mental health is and mm-hmm. and being happy and nobody outside of you can make you happy. Mm-hmm. So she was saying how um, she's going to go to Bali for a month by mm-hmm. herself. And I'm like, damn, that's confirmation for me. That's what I need to be doing to get me together. Do you feel like you're not happy? Not like... Um, like ultimate happy no and I think that most people fluctuate you know but I just want to be like all around happy good mental health no I can't say that that's me throughout the entire year you I don't think nobody is ultimate happy all year long I think it's possible though you know what I'm saying ultimate happy I I think it's possible because you know like when they be like oh do the work like the work has an end date you shouldn't always be having to do the work your whole life. You see what I'm saying? So at some point no, there has to be, I don't You mean completely be, healed from everything? Yes. Like it has to be. Uh, You'd be 65 by the time you You don't have healed. to be like that though. I don't think. I, um, I feel like I'm happier than, I feel like pandemic, I was tormented. I was good through the, the pandemic. This nigga, this nigga part. was tormenting me. Like it wasn't him. It was just my life choices you know, that I was tormented by. But now I feel free, baby. I feel good out here. <laughs> I just feel like it's some things I want to do top of this year. You know what I'm saying? I think that'll mm-hmm. really kick it off to make sure I reach all my um my um my goals this year. That's all. Some little yeah. solitude. I think I, I somehow got to a place where the opinions of others just stopped mattering at all to me. That's a good place, bitch. Especially in this industry. Yeah, it feels so good. You know that uh, Dookie story. I was in my feelings for like two minutes about it. And then it was like, "Ah, I don't care. (laughs) People got worse, like embarrassing sexual moments than that. The fuck? I got a few worse ones than that shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else happened in our... Stupid internet news. Well, this isn't. This really isn't stupid internet news. So yesterday, um, and I actually was watching the football game when this happened. Oh, um, yeah. And then I started started seeing people tweeting like, "Damn, did I just watch somebody die on the field?" But he's he did not pass. But um, right now, um, Demar Hamlin he is in intensive care after having basically a heart attack last night after tackling somebody. Oh yeah, it was the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals game. If y'all yep. missed it, yeah. And so. you know, it just brings up the conversation because maybe he had a heart condition already, and we don't, we didn't know about it. But what type of testing are they doing on these young men to, to make sure that they're healthy enough to play in this game? And is this game really a safe game? You think about CTE, things mm-hmm. like that, and all the concussions and brain damage and things like that that happen with you know this sport and it's just it's a 
sad chain of events. Exactly. I would not want my son, if I had a son, I would not want him to play football. I would want him to learn how to play baseball. I actually tennis. love football. I don't like any other sport like that. I like football. I like contact sports for the most part. And a lot of the times, like, that should be these boys' lives. A lot of these guys are playing football from little kids. I mean, I get it. Up, elementary I, to, to the pros. So they their body's definitely going through a lot. You know, I would like to think that they have medical where they have to do some type of um, um, rigorous testing to make sure these these players are healthy enough. But we see what happened with Antonio Brown. Antonio mm-hmm. Brown said he was hurt. That game we saw him while out, like his last game, he said mm-hmm. he was hurt and forced to play. I believe him because, you know, the saying they call him like $40 million slaves. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, And then in the football and in, in, in NFL, um, they don't have guaranteed contracts. You right. Know? So you out there smashing your body up and your career could be over in a blink of an eye. Right. And I know during COVID, they were forcing, you know, all these players to get vaccinated. A lot of mm-hmm. them got caught with caught with uh, fake vaccination cards, but majority of them are vaccinated. And one of the things that's being found um, with all the different, um, you know, the Pfizer, the Moderna is myocarditis. Myocarditis is like a heart condition and it's, it's been affecting men specifically teenage men up to like 40s in the early 40s and that's one of the leading leading causes of cardiac arrest so that's something they need to dive into too another football player died today at home a former football player 38 years old dropped dead from a heart attack at home in his bedroom today damn so people are people are dropping dead we're not living as long as we think right now Today, uh, y'all, it, this is recorded on Tuesday, so by the time you hear it, it won't be today anymore. But uh, yeah, that's and that's why I would I don't want I wouldn't want my son to play football as much as I do enjoy the sport because I do enjoy it's intense and it's you know a good time to see. It's just very scary, and you know I hope that this young man makes a full recovery, and I'm sure he's not going to play football anymore after that, but. As long as he got his life, you know. So y'all lift him up in prayer. Let's all lift him up, you know. The voice of many to the Lord, he hears us. So y'all pray for my boy. I guess, you know, questioning Skip Bayless's te- uh, tweet from last night because he says, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. It took them an hour to postpone the game, y'all. So, and he says, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome which suddenly seems so irre- so irrelevant. It is irrelevant. It's very fucking irrelevant. Yeah, so he came Make it back. Work. You're right. He came back and said that people misinterpreted his tweet, but that's the problem with text, okay? You right. leave it to your reader to interpret your demeanor and mm-hmm. context if they mm-hmm. can't hear you, so. Right. Stop fucking tweeting. If you don't got nothing, like, straight, clear, dry to say, don't say it. It's hard with, tw- like, because I know I done fell out with bitches and niggas about a text that I meant something totally different that was right. received, you know? Right. So I can get that, you know? Mm-hmm. I call. If I feel like you misinterpreted some shit I'm saying, I'm going to call. Yeah. Yep. You um, done called me before because me and you done went back and forth in some text messages. and you like, Yeah, because oh. your ass is passive aggressive. Let's be clear. Very. <laughs> Bitch, and I'm not. I'm very direct. Okay, let's talk so you can hear me. So you can hear how I really mean, okay? <laughs> Y'all, Tammy ass be real nasty, nice, nasty, okay? Her ass will say some real no, I'm not. mean shit nicely. <laughs> Via text or verbally. 
And I be yelling at the top of my motherfucking lungs. <laughs> me and y'all, we be on here laughing, but me and this bitch be going at it sometimes. We really be going at it sometimes. But it's out of love. I, I love, love you me. nonetheless. Shit, me I ain't arguing with no other bitch. <laughs> Period. But listen, um, sadly, and this one, uh, me and Gangsta Boo follow each other on Twitter. She uh passed away over the weekend. I'm, on New Year's Day. Yes. Wasn't it on New Year's Day she passed mm-hmm. away? Mm. <sighs> and they're saying it's another fentanyl death or another overdose. I'll say mm. overdose. But we know, like, right now, that's the real epidemic that's the real pandemic right now we just said what we i just said i wanted to leave that shit in 2022 but i knew it was gonna come with us and here we are hate that i hate that shit i really hate that shit and here we are so you know i just saw an article came out on on site said that um she was just booted off of um marriage boot camp because they apparently found a little small baggie in her and her husband's or her significant other's um bedroom just, you know, just recently. And so mm-hmm. now here it is. She's had a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they also said um, her brother was in a hospital the day before she passed from a drug overdose. So they probably, you know, using the same drugs from the same source. And this shit is not fucking safe. But like you literally playing Russian roulette right now. You can't kick the coke. Right. You don't know when your time going to be up. At this but here's point. the thing. That's the thing about drugs. You know, it is addictive. It is addictive. So Mm -hmm. you know that there is a chance that I might have a bad batch, but you still chance it because you're addicted to this substance. And that, and that's the scary part about it. I've seen this article. um, I follow like a lot of financial Instagram pages. So Mm -hmm. on, this is a business week. Mm -hmm. They have an article that says the golden age of cocaine is happening right now. They're saying there's more, Poppy fields and ever. There's more acreage of cocaine growing. It's being shipped more places in the world. What the fuck? So why they really call it the golden age? I don't know. It says we're living in the golden age of cocaine, said Toby Muse, the author of the 2020 book Kilo, Inside the Deadliest Cocaine Cartels, who has been reporting on the Colombian uh, drug trade for more than two decades. Cocaine is reaching corners of the planet that I've never seen it before because there is so much of the drug. So we all watched Ozark. I know you watched that on um, mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And you remember, like, during that little season where they were cutting the cocaine with fentanyl. Like, they're showing you and all these people are coming up dead. They're going to try to find these people. You get a lot of time if they, they find They need to find every last one of them, lock them up, because they done ruined cocaine. Yeah, it's real. wild. It's really wild. It's really wild. I don't know. That's something I would never try now. Never. Uh-uh, you said now. Were you considering it before? <laughs> Bitch, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> no, I was not. Did you want to try it at some point? I, maybe when I was younger, like college age, I thought about it. But I just seen the the ramifications of addiction, like, firsthand in my life. So I was always like, Ugh. Nah, I'm cool. You know, Yo, I never nothing ever crossed my mind that said, you know what? One day, I'm gonna do some a little. I just like a I little sp- bit. I spend a lot of time around white people. No shade to y'all, but y'all be doing coke a lot. Period. And and they be having fun. I remember one time we were at a club. This is when I was living in Florida, 
and this black guy came up. <laughs> two white homegirls got them a little baggy. We all went to the bathroom. They was like, try it, Tamla, try it. I was like, nah, I'm cool, I'm cool. Just do a gummy. Just do a gummy. Just a little on your gums. I was like, no, I'm cool. So I didn't take any. They did their thing. Immediately, WWE in the bathroom. They're wrestling all over. I mean, it was so much. It was funny as fuck, though. Like, they just started Were wrestling. they actually fighting? No, it was just fun. Oh, having fun. Oh, yeah. my God. And I like to wrestle, so I was like, uh, do I want to try it? But I was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have a, um, I'm glad I don't have a, an addictive personality now. I am addicted to fucking food, fresh baked goods specifically, and people. But, but drugs, food kill more people than uh, cocaine, just know that. I eat good food. You know how picky I am about food, so I'm going to be eating good now. But that's, mm-hmm. that's my damn problem, food and people, because I let your ass linger a little too fucking long yeah (laughs) (laughs) um child lakeith stanfield so he apparently has a newborn baby and also a new engagement and the child's mother took to social media to say you know uh she decided to leave being someone's secret family in 2022 meet apollo Mm. steinfield Mm. yep Congratulations, Lakeith, on your new families. <laughs> Look, and he came to reinforce his engagement, said, love the holidays and spending time with family, some really great moments with loved ones, beautiful time with my fiance, and the reinforcement of our bond in the midst of any kind of climate. And I feel like this more he goes on to say some more shit, but <clears throat> not nothing mean about his, his baby. Yes. Like, how do you spend the holidays without a newborn? Right. Or even acknowledging the newborn in your post about family. That's so hurtful. And that yes. baby's going to see that when they get old. Yes. I have a problem. I don't I don't um, particularly care for Lakeith Stanfield. He used to be on Clubhouse a lot. And you get to really see people's personalities. Mm-hmm. And also how he was coming from my motherfucking yeah. brother. Charlemagne before. Yeah, he could kiss my whole ass, okay? (laughs) So I really don't particularly care for him. I think he's like kind of weird. So you're weird for having a baby for him, but whatever. (laughs) You knew. (laughs) That's mean? Yeah, that's mean. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Congratulations to Keith Sanfield and his family and uh, engagement. His families. his, His families. I wish him best of luck. And c- congratulations to the mother of a new child. What a blessing to have a baby. That's all I'm yes. going to say about that. Mm-hmm, I guess. Okay, so y'all, spoiler alert. If you hadn't seen the Best Man series that just came out, you might as well go watch it and then come back and listen to this episode because we about to get into it all the way into it. I finally got AJ to sit down and watch some television. You know she don't do that. So I got her to watch it, and we're going to st- discuss all the situations in that show. So come back, y'all. We'll be right back. Yo, I'm hype. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed down to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support black excellence in the STEAM fields. 
Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with the Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and share it with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You will not want to miss this. Because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We're back, guys. And now we're going to get into it. So we're just going to discuss each character with their counterpart. And I just want to hear AJ views because she crazy. 
<laughs> All right. There's a lot of social issues. They they I feel like TV now and even with comedy, they're cramming all social issues into so this was eight eight uh episodes, but I've seen them cram it into fifteen, I mean uh hour, fifteen minute comedy shows like can we just get I don't need reality TV all the time. Yeah, me neither. I don't need reality reality TV anytime. Right. I, I don't I don't like it no more. All right, so Shelby and Quentin. Uh, so, no, Shelby came back and got her man. Don't play with her. I was here for all of that. If that's the nigga that you love, you're supposed to fight for that shit. Fuck that bitch, Siamara. Siamara. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even real. That was fake, and she saw right through it. So she went there to get her man and did. Well, I guess because she felt like he wasn't being himself with this person, right? Like, that's my man. But she you realized she had two marriages right that he had to sit through and watch publicly you know and mm-hmm. you come crap when this man finally finds somebody he wants to be with you come crash his wedding essentially you fuck him mm-hmm. and he has such an understanding fiance that would be me like oh y'all would fuck every once in a while all right cool don't get mad when i do it though <laughs> you went so if your husband your fiance fucked his ex-girlfriend the night before y'all wedding you at at y'all no, wedding resort? You, obviously, I'm sensationalizing some things, right? So, of course mm-hmm. not. Like, bitch, why are you even here? Yeah, but we I mean, just in life in general. Like, if that's somebody you feel like you need to be okay, mm-hmm. maybe we can have a discussion about it. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Let me tell you something. I'm here for Shelby doing what she did, but if Shelby I was a hoe, if I was see Amara. Shelby wasn't a hoe. Shelby hit a whole kid and married two other niggas from this man. Now, that was wild that she hit the kid. That part was kind of left field. Like, they could have just left it at somebody else's baby. I don't know yeah. why. The writing was it, weird with that. Because they didn't have a whole storyline on that. It should have been like a huge conversation about that. Therapy and all kind of shit. You calling that? Got that baby calling him Uncle Daddy. <laughs> that's that's wild to me. <laughs> and she, he had to pretend like he was having a heart attack. For her to call him daddy. He didn't. He wasn't pretending. Yeah, he, he, he was. He thought. Yeah, he, he thought, thought he was having a heart attack anyway. Yeah, yeah he thought he was right. having another one. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is that part was fake with Shelby marrying him there because Shelby, if she made it down at all, she would have made it down with a black eye, busted lip because we would have beat me and my sisters would have beat the dog shit out of Shelby before she made it down that aisle. <laughs> right? Rightfully so. Yes, rightfully so. Like, I don't respect that. And I don't feel like that would actually happen in real life. No, it's not real. Yeah. I don't respect that. But just for the sake of the show and the review of the show, since I did watch it, I don't respect that. She should have never showed her ass up there. He should have never been marrying somebody all while you know in your heart is someplace else. I respect it because go after what you want, bitch. If that's what you want, you better go for it. If she did, yeah, but you don't want him until he got somebody else. That's some selfish shit. It is what it is. I I understand why you relate with that, but anyway, we can move on to the next. What the fuck that mean, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck that mean? The shade. <laughs> the shade of it all. The motherfucking yes, shade. I believe in going after what you want. That's a period, point blank, period. Okay? Even if it's somebody else's husband. No, uh-uh, don't do that. 
<laughs> they weren't married yet. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. They wasn't married yet. Oh, they definitely weren't. But yes, you were. Like, I, okay, so what's the what's the cutoff, right? So no, I always say like, I'll fuck with somebody boyfriend, but I ain't fuck with nobody husband. Not saying that I've never been in those types of situations because I have, right? But, you know, play your fucking part, bitch. But what's the cutoff? Like when you in a relationship, you get engaged, like that's damn near married. You know, you can't say, oh, these off limits. You ain't, you ain't married until the ring go on and y'all make vows before God in the law. Well, obviously, that's what um what Quentin thought. Cause he while he was fucking, he was like, I ain't, I ain't married yet. I said I do. And that. listen, she came there and she left. She was in the airport. That nigga followed her to the airport. She was gonna let them have their happy nuptials. And she said, Bitch, if you hurt him, it ain't way in hell. I ain't gonna beat your ass. And then left. So well, Quentin came to get her. So let's be honest about what happened. Then see Amara burnt that shit down before she left, bitch, waving the sage in the air. <laughs> Sage in that bag, you got the fuck up out of there. See, Amara didn't really love him. She just loved her. You think that's what it was? I don't feel like she really loved him like that. I don't know. One, she left too easy. She burned some shit down before she left, though. We they skipped. That's all, still this too is, easy. This is because that's the writing. We don't know what. What would you have done if I told you Shelby would have been black and blue limping? Her ass down the aisle. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'd had to wear her ass out. Right. Thank God this is a movie. Right. And not real life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about merch and Candace. I they they were my like um I would say favorite couple. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. They were my favorite couple, and I felt him because <laughs> we had a guest on recently, and he pretty much told us that his um, his therapist essentially was trying to tell him, hey, you're a simp. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of would be like Merch's character. Like, he's a simp. Like, everybody think he a simp anyway, but he's a real man. Right. right? And, and a part of him was thinking he was a simp as well. You know, mm-hmm. he was feeling like... I've been a bitch ass nigga far too long. They they betraying me like this bitch ass nigga in a movie. My best friends, they don't respect me as the man that I am. This white lady trying to play with me, like <laughs> my little funny. girls, one of my little girls, like, daddy didn't do shit. He, you know, like coming in the house <laughs> acting like I can't hear her talking shit about me. <laughs> and his wife is so understanding. Now, one thing I do not like about this couple is Candace's hair. I felt like Tyler Perry was producing a little bit. So, <laughs> what yeah, that wig, that wig, because she's a beautiful woman. That Wigs. wig did not do, do her any justice. I, yeah, I, I agree, but that was small in comparison to the character, right? The character, she was a good woman. You know, she was far. I think they wanted us to say anything about like how strippers are portrayed and right. display. Like they made her super conservative. Yeah, like. She danced at one time in her life, but look at her. She's the, all the adjectives. She's the educator, black progressive educator of the year. You right. Know, got that award. And she had a situation with the advisor. Mm-hmm. And I as soon as he sat his ass up on that desk with his legs open behind her, I already knew what time it was. Cause I done seen that stance a time or two right. in my life from, uh, uh, yeah, men, who were in leadership in my life. So exactly. I know exactly how that was about to go. Mm-hmm. 
But then, all right, so this is the crazy part for me, y'all, because he grabbed her shoulders and then he slid down to her breast or whatever. And obviously he violated her. She didn't go home to her nigga and tell her man. I didn't understand why she felt like she couldn't say nothing to her man about it. And I didn't see why she was crying either. Uh, and I then, yeah. And then maybe, maybe that means that I'm too comfortable with abuse. That's what I was thinking. Am I too comfortable with abuse? Because why am I like, why is she crying about that nigga grabbing her titty? I was just told my man we would have went to ride on him. Right. So remember when she finally did tell him in the kitchen after she saw him fight and how strong her man was? Um, not that that had anything to do with the two, but she said, you know, I went through this thing time and time and time again in my mind. There's nothing I could have done any different. That's what it was. She was blaming herself initially. Like, did I do something to provoke this thing? Like, did I do something to, to send him the wrong cues or something like that? That's what women go through when you get violated by somebody. It's like, what did I do to invite this? Right? So when she was explaining to her husband what had happened, and she told him, you know, it's just him. He's a pig. He was going to do that no matter what. Right. So that's why she didn't come straight home and tell her husband. Because I think a part of her, and also from having been a stripper at some point, being um, uh, objectified in that way, she might have felt like, did I do something to deserve this? And a lot girl, of women go through that before they actually tell the truth. Girl, them frumpy ass shirts and that ugly wig, you didn't do nothing. <laughs> you didn't do nothing. I wouldn't, right. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought that. And I, I don't think I would have been that upset over it. What I wanted to see next, though, I want, I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, now her nigga's doing kickboxing and all this shit. She about to tell him this nigga that violated her. He about to pull up at that school. And I wanted that. Yeah, I wanted that, but it wasn't written in. So I thought, I, <laughs> I thought Merch was going to whoop Harper ass at one time. I thought, oh, he's going to beat Harper ass up. <laughs> I like that for Merch. Yeah, me too. I was happy for Merch because we, 20 years, we've been seeing him be a bitch ass nigga, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Can't hold water, just doing goofy Kinda shit. Kind of neurotic and goofy and mm -hmm. socially awkward. Weird, socially awkward, acting weird about the best man. Mm -hmm. But they're the best couple. They got the healthiest marriage. Q Amara. Mm -hmm. All witnesses bow to the union of Q Amara. I was like, oh my God, Merch, you are so lame. <laughs> Corn. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? Go, let's go, go. <laughs> Hip hop, Harry. All right, let's get into it. Uh, first, let's just talk about Lance by himself. You know, when we saw him like using sex as a tool to cope, and you know, we had an episode on Hoen doesn't heal, mm -hmm. and that just doesn't apply to women. Mm -hmm. You know, we were speaking about women because we are that, but Lance is just uh, you know representation of how Hoen for anyone does not heal you when you're exactly. in pain. Exactly. And I think a lot of men, a lot of men don't associate like being promiscuous with some type of trauma. Mm-hmm. So he was using women as an outlet for what he was right. actually going through in his life. So he's just going to fuck a swimming pool, butt naked in front of all these people. Was I'm like, wait, is this a nude uh resort? What the fuck is happening on this on this show? <laughs> right. He looks good though. Let's just talk about that. So, 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 Morris Chestnut don't look like Charlemagne. No. <laughs> no, he does not. I think they look alike. They at least look like kin. They look like family members. If, nope. if you're saying two black men with bald heads, yes. <laughs> but look, shout out to whoever did his motherfucking lace front for the, uh, 
the back scene when he was in the hospital with his son having a baby. Yeah, they did a good <laughs> that job. That hair was nice, okay? It looked nice on him. He should keep it. Or was that a scene from that time? I don't remember them no. having... Yeah, it wasn't. No, I think it okay. was a reenactment. Yeah, that's a nice-ass uh, little lace. Uh, fade lace front he had on. Or, right. Whoever did that wig should have did uh, Candace wig. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Lance and LJ in their relationship because that is a huge dynamic within our culture right now especially with young people and their parents and people our age trying to understand their kids and Mm -hmm. understanding like having different pronouns and things like that Mm -hmm. and sexuality and coming to terms with that. What, what were your thoughts on it? So again, this is like one of the many social issues they had in uh, best man final chapters. And I feel like it was necessary because these people exist. Mm-hmm. Right. That this is a new thing. The pronouns and all that stuff. Now that they them, that's the one that confuses me the most. Mm-hmm. OK, if it's my child, I would try my best to do the things. But I don't mm-hmm. have any kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that in my real life mm-hmm. for people like I'll I'll just really you call people by their names anyway, like just their name. I wouldn't have to say they, them to them for real, unless I'm talking to other people about them. Right. But if you're talking to other people about them, are you going to use the pronouns that they desire? If the person I'm talking to also requires that, because you notice his friend was like, uh, who are you talking about? That's, that's right. just too much. So if You antagonizing this man and his son is missing. So I just feel like it's just a little bit. I don't know if it was antagonizing. I think it was more about why why he gone in the first place. Like, you still doing this shit, and this is why he's not here. This is why you're searching for him right now. It's because this reason right here, you don't respect who he is as an individual. But I feel like, so he was a high school student, right? This boy was Mm -hmm. still in high school. Mm -hmm. You raised by uh, a masculine, masculine man. Right. Mm -hmm. He's a single parent. He went through a lot, lost his wife. Now he's Mm -hmm. trying to raise three children by himself. I think as kids, we don't give our parents enough grace as kids. And even sometimes as adults, we don't be giving them enough grace. He needed more time to adjust to that, too. Like that that was that was his initial response. But if that's not something that you anticipated for your child and now here it is smacking in the face and he didn't have the decency to talk to him about it. He felt like he didn't need to tell his daddy about it, but you upstairs in my friend's house with lipstick on. Like, I do feel like that, that should have been a conversation he had with his dad. Yeah. I think, uh, he was afraid, you know, this, he was scared. I don't think it was, he just like, fuck daddy. He don't need to know my business. I think it was more, I'm afraid to tell my father because of all these things that you said, because mama ain't here, because I don't think he'll accept me because he's so masculine. So I think that was the reason why he kept it from from his father, not because he didn't respect him enough to tell him, you know. And I yeah, feel but like- I think he needed a little bit more grace to be okay with it. And maybe it took that traumatic event. I think you, regardless of what's going on, I think you're about to lose your child. Does this eat this this does this thing? However, your child wants to identify, does it even matter? Right, because it's still your child. Right, mm-hmm. that part. You know, I have uh, one of my closest friends, her daughter, see, her son has, you know, decided that they they identify as male 
And, you know, me knowing him his whole life, I struggle greatly, as you can see right now, just having a conversation with you. I struggle so much saying he and calling him by the name that he's chosen for himself because of, I just, in my mind, I see him as this person that I've known since they came out of the womb, you know? And I struggle with it so much and I'm always apologizing because I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to, you know, make him feel like I'm rude to how he sees himself. Right. But it, it, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. Do they visually look like a him now? Or Not to me. Or Well, they present themselves as male. Oh, okay. But just in my in my psyche it's just very hard you know i try my best though and i'll continue to try and eventually i'll get it right. you know so that's what i'm talking about they have to have more grace with us too yeah this is new this is really really new like i don't know when it came about but um i have a friend she's a chiropractor and one of her patients presents as a woman when i say presents as a woman she still looks like a woman right mm-hmm. She dresses like a woman. She's married to a trans woman. Okay, so a trans woman is a man. Was born a man. Right. Okay. Okay. So this is a a, a black woman. She's a trans man. And she's married to a trans woman, a white trans woman. So are they gay or no? That's what I'm getting to, right? So... She doesn't physically look like a man, right? I think you need the visuals to go with it also. Mm-hmm. But she wants to be addressed as him, mm-hmm. you know, he. But I have to then trick my mind to accommodate you in that way. And it's mm-hmm. hard, especially if, you know, sometimes like I have a couple guys that um, I might hang up, not like hang out with in my social circle that are gay guys. And because of their demeanor, it almost automatically like comes out. You'd be like, girl, ha, 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 because mm-hmm. of how they act. But if you mm-hmm. are physically acting like a woman, looking like a woman, but you want to be called him and he, that is it's, very, and then h- how many other people I got to do this for in life? It's yeah, too much. It's, it's hard. It is difficult. But, I, you know, you want to respect everybody's Absolutely. choices. And that's why when I say I'm 32, I just feel like people should just respect that shit. <laughs> I'm 32 years old and I just feel 32 inside. I don't feel like older. So why the fuck do I got to be what my birth certificate says it is? I'm 32, bitch. Look, they get Why y'all keep trying to give me cakes with that other number on it when I told you that ain't my motherfucking number? <laughs> <laughs> Period. They're, they're allowed to change the sex and stuff like that on license and birth certificates now. Why, why can't, can't be younger? Trans age. Why I can't change my age? Yeah, I'm trans age, goddamn. I'm starting a new uh 2023. We starting a new movement, bitch. Actually, I'm Karen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we're gonna go to break right quick. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Carrie Champion, and I'm here to announce that the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards on April 27th. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support Black excellence in the STEAM fields. 
have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture, well, Nissan is back with your Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and have it shared with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event you want to be at. You don't want to miss it because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, so the final group of people, uh, Harper. You know what? Before we get into Harper and Robin, let's just talk about Jordan by herself. Okay. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I identify with Jordan in a lot of ways. I know you would say that. I really, you too? Did you feel like that? Kind of. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of single black women identi- with no children identify with Jordan. Yes, I did. And um, when she was like lay, sitting in that boardroom and her brain, like she couldn't even see. And she just was not prioritizing her health the way she should Mm -hmm. and she's just taking on everybody's shit and not concerning with her own the way she should baby that was like "Mm, i need to i need to learn take a lesson from this moment right here because you know i have ms and i don't always prioritize it like i should i know like i just kind of like treat it like i feel like i do this thing in my mind like i don't feel like i have it so i don't period and I think that has helped me in many, many ways because I see so many people struggling with it that in a way that I don't, but knock on wood, God, pray I don't start. But I know that I need to, like, do more when it comes to health. And I got to, like, I work a lot. Like, I feel like my whole life is like, you mm-hmm. know, go, go. Every time I wake up, break. it's like, go, 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 you know? Like, so I need to find a way to cut back on that and stop i mean i love money y'all i love money i love it give me some if y'all love me cash at me right now shit i love the money but but i need to like not chase the bag so much yeah because you stress will literally take you out Mm -hmm. it would literally take you out and i have seen people who've went blind temporarily from stress so you definitely got to prioritize your health over everything if you ain't good, like none of that shit gonna fucking matter. You can't take the money with you. You can't take right. none of this shit with you. Be up out of here on the other side, looking like, damn, that's my purse, my my old sister wear. Yes, that's <laughs> <the> fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be. Um, with with Jordan, um, I identified with like the, especially the relationship in particular that she has with Harper. I have a couple men that I have dated in the past. And who have went off, got married, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, and I don't talk to them often, but they'll periodically throughout the year text me these shoulda, woulda, coulda text messages. Mm-hmm. And I do not find them flattering right. at all. I'm not your fucking safe space. Your soft I'm, place to land. Yes. I'm exa- mm-hmm. exactly. That's what she said. And I felt that because I feel mm-hmm. like I've been that for a couple guys. Like mm-hmm. y'all have went on built lives with other women you didn't choose me Mm -hmm. and you realize maybe because this this thing that you're in it ain't it ain't what it is right Right. it ain't me Mm -hmm. and you want to no nigga if you ain't choose me the first time fuck off my phone right but i've had the same phone number for so long it's like people just be i don't even know maybe they don't even want you maybe they want to know they still have access access to you a lot of times people we be confusing Mm mm-hmm this nigga that I used to deal with, I would like always allow him to come back in my space because we had so much fun together. I'd be like, oh, we just got soul ties. I would say that and just let him. But finally, uh, during the pandemic, I was like, no more. Stay the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Baby, I started getting all kind of, I'm a, this nigga sent me a DM from a page that I don't, because I blocked his page from mine. The DM said, I'm gonna beat you up on site and I'm gonna shoot any nigga that you fuck with. Now, this nigga <laughs> Yo. ain't gonna bust a grape, y'all, but 
He he just mad because he don't have access anymore. Mm-hmm. Niggas really, that's all they want is the access. They yep. don't even really want you. It's just the, the to fact know they, they still got access, right? He ain't that's gonna bust a grape, y'all. Don't be worried about that. He just talking shit, right? <laughs> what about Jordan? Um, the motherhood cry. She was sat in the car ooh, and found out she ooh, was not pregnant. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes. Do we have to talk about that? Because I mean. Okay, yes. we don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. We aren't as young, you know. Tammy's Mm-mm. thirty-two. Yeah. Okay, I'm thirty-eight. So, yeah. And I mean, it's that is like a a, a reality at mm-hmm. this point, right? But with mm-hmm. science, people are having children a lot later. Do I want to have to fuck with science to get a baby? That would be, probably be my like my last resort. like last resort for real. Mm-hmm. But you could still have a baby. She could still have a baby. But it mm-hmm. is like a thing for a lot of women. And it's not just black women who are having fertility issues. It's like across the board because of our food, the healthcare system. It's mm-hmm. a lot of different, you know, things going on right now that's affecting people having kids. Like all of our grandparents had a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Like now you down to like one to three or something. Well, also like in a dog. Let's talk about plan B's and abortion too. They didn't have that option because some of y'all grandma, y'all wouldn't have been here if grandma had ah! a plan B option. I'm just going to tell y'all that. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> if grandma could have got a plan B, some of us might, I don't know if I would have been here right now. She is. Swallowing is plan A. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> they probably ain't even down for that shit neither. Granny probably was like, what? In my mouth? not no <laughs> get somebody else to do it exactly because <laughs> grandpa had a family down the street anyway get her <laughs> see that's what i'm talking about keep yeah. the peace mm-hmm. keep the peace Shit, sometimes y'all bitches need to outsource y'all nigga to somebody else like <laughs> i know because i be thinking i'm all right so i have been single for a minute but i used to remember my in my relationship i used to think like damn i wish my nigga had another bitch to annoy right now like, is there not somebody else who you could go right. do that with? Yeah, so I used stupid. to feel like that. Stupid. <laughs> Listen, Harper and Jordan could never be together. Or maybe this is why they think that them in a relationship would work is because they equally work a lot. Mm-hmm. See, um, Robin, Harper's wife, Robin, mm-hmm. she didn't, she became a mother. She didn't chase any of her dreams. So he was used to that. He was used to her, you know, just being his sidekick. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Like your woman has things that she wants and to do. And ambitions that she wants to do. Yeah. You know? So she pretty much gave her life up for his career and to raise his child and all that stuff. And then your home girl, you know, Jordan, Jordan is out here chasing her dreams, doing the damn thing. She's sad now because she doesn't have a family. So you see both of these dynamics. Mm-hmm. You miss what you've never had. Mm-hmm. Well, they say you can't miss what you never had, but people do. Right. Right? So you but, see both here, ends of the spectrum. But in Harper's defense, he felt like he was doing the supporting right thing. her. Mm-hmm. He felt like he was doing, like, by tracing his dream, he was providing all the things that his family could ever need. Right? Right. The big house. The She was a little right. selfish. She was a little selfish. I under, When they argued about the jazz club that, that, he, that she wanted... Yeah. I understood his perspective too. I'm out of town. I didn't get to see it. Yeah, I trust you, but you know, I, it's still a big purchase. It's pricey. Right. You know what I'm saying? You've done all these things, and I 
I identified with Jordan on this. Not sorry, not Jordan. Um, I identified with Robin on this. I am the type of person who starts some shit and don't finish. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I'm doing for 2023, executing, mm-hmm. right? So her husband was like, I have supported you. You did this. We did that. You stopped. You did this. You stopped doing that. Like, right. Now this you could be another to, thing. Right. And you just want me to jump out here and buy something off the whim because you call me and say, I need it right now. That's kind of hard. Yeah. So I can I understand where he might have been like, you know, I, I'm my bad shit. You know, like, can we find a different building? You know? Right. He was a little bit insensitive. And I think that's where, like, the tone comes in, just how you say things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't he didn't think it was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it was he didn't realize how big of a deal it was for her because he didn't even text her Happy New Year. His assistant did. His assistant sent the Happy New Year because she, she had called him. She was trying mm-hmm. to reach him so that they could talk about the building. And she couldn't reach him. And then you get the Happy New Year, I love you text message. His, his assistant probably sent that shit. So now it's like, I really wanted this thing, but we couldn't even communicate about it. And now you right. acting like it's nothing. And I'm in this cold, the house cold, ain't no heat. I thought this that house, nigga was trying to save money or something. The house <laughs> that you wanted. Right. I didn't even want this house. And now I ain't got no heat in this motherfucker. And here come this fine ass nigga with heaters and I'm not sucking his dick. You need to hurry up and come get here. You need to get right. home. So that's where I also identify with Robin. Because here's the thing. I feel like, and I always say this, women need a reason. Men just need a time and place. Mm -hmm. Robin was ready to risk it off real because this man saw her vision. He was supportive. He went with her, you know, to see the building and all this stuff. That it seems like that's a relationship. He showed her. He found the building for her. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like, did, did Harper even know about this guy? Mm-mm. It didn't seem that way. It wasn't written in there in that way. Meanwhile, after Lance's um, retirement event and Harper ends up at the house with Jordan, they about mm-hmm. to smash if the phone didn't ring about Quentin. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a reason to cheat on your wife. No, that wasn't after the retirement event. That was that was after um, New Year's Eve. Yeah, no, it was after his premiere oh you're right that was after mm-hmm. the premiere mm-hmm. so after the premiere harper and jordan end up together and they were getting pretty intimate what reason did he have to do that other than just being selfish because he is it, selfish he's like the selfish character the crazy part was <laughs> him and his me. wife are selfish so yeah so she had the event they compromised right Mm-hmm. So she came to his event, then he came to support her. Mm-hmm. And then it was the after party. She was like, no, nah, just go ahead. I'm going to stay here. I would have never sent my man nowhere with uh, Jordan. Ever. Maybe she wanted something to happen. Because I, I, I would have been like low-key intimidated by that woman all the time just because I know And she'd history. be fly as fuck. Fine and fly as fuck and single, single with no kids, single, no kids. It's just fun over and there. <laughs> we just watched a movie where they fake fuck. Even we know it wasn't them, but it's you know in the movie it, it's portrayed like they those mm-hmm. two had sex. So the energy is already in the space. You think I'm sending you, boy? You better wait here with me, and I, we gonna go. I feel like she was already out the door at that mm-hmm. point. Anyway, she was 
one foot at the door. Once you started entertaining somebody else, like usually you'd be looking for a little replacement a little bit. You're trying mm-hmm. to get the fuck. But so I was, you know, talking to this guy at one point, right? And I told him how I wasn't fucking with him anymore. And he goes to say, like, you can't just arbitrarily make that decision on your own. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, so if I'm not like feeling you like that anymore, are you telling me I can't walk away? And he was like, no, you're not in this by yourself. You can't just call me and say, you're not fucking with me no more. And I'm, I'm like, how that work? Why not? Exactly. How does that work? One part of my brain was like, all right, that kind of makes sense. The other side was like, boy, if I don't want to fuck with you, like I'm going to, if I got to put a restraining order to you, that's what's going to happen. But we don't realize once you connect on people, connect with people, especially in a marriage and with a child, you aren't in that situation by yourself anymore. And even when you don't have kids involved, and even if you're not married and you connecting with somebody like in a real way. It's no long, like, I guess at some point y'all have to mutually say we ain't fuck with him. Like, this this was this guy's point. We got to mutually walk away. You can't just mm. arbitrarily say, and I can't just arbitrarily say, bitch, I ain't fucking with you no Bullshit. more. Bullshit. Bullshit. You can wake up today and decide not to fuck with nobody, somebody, and that's your prerogative. And they just have to figure out how they want to navigate their own life after that. How nobody... they want to learn to live without you, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Because... But just we think, ain't gotta mutually agree on shit. But just think about times where uh just think about like it's really hard to get over relationships and not saying like you should just stay with mm-hmm. someone when you're unhappy. Um, but I know you've left somebody before and you see how it affects them. I don't know. I actually went through like breakup therapy before mm-hmm. I left my ex. Like I had to actually talk to somebody to help me through the process with Leaving and staying gone. Because it is a process. Yeah. So now when you got a child involved, she's taking her child to a whole nother continent. You're not in this thing. You're not in this life by yourself anymore. You got to take your ex-husband into consideration and you have to Mm -hmm. take your child into consideration. It's not just what you want to do because you felt like you've been supporting all the things he wanted to do. That man would have never move to another continent. Women, we take things to the extreme a lot of times. Because mm-hmm. I've definitely moved moved twice to get away from a nigga. I moved to another continent to get a, away from a nigga. Yo. I had no kids. I really did. I moved to Europe. Right. To get away from a nigga. I moved to the Midwest. I moved yeah. to Atlanta first. That wasn't far enough. And then I moved to fucking St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't coming up there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like... We definitely take things to the extreme, which what men won't do. But sometimes it requires that. You don't feel like it. That was one of the best decisions I ever made for myself was to move far, far, far away. So, and but then you don't have any kids. So that's another thing. Like your life is not your own once you have kids. It's just not. And that little girl was already missing her dad. So Mm -hmm. now you didn't give a fuck. It's what you want to do. What you Mm -hmm. you you think that's best for her. You're not taking into consideration that um, she needs her daddy, especially if they're used to being in the house mm-hmm. and you made a decision that you wanted to leave the marriage, right? You had had enough and you didn't care how he felt. And I don't understand how she got mad because he asked for, um, he was trying to push for custody of his daughter. 
that would be the advice I'd give any of my guy friends if they called me in the same situation. Try to get your child. I would, you know, make, especially if you're an active parent, but I guess the courts would then take into consideration that he's gone a lot because he mm-hmm. was. She was in a house alone a lot. Right. And then here's the thing. So the primary custodian parent was Robin. She was always there with that child. Mm-hmm. The happiest version of her was in Ghana. You know, don't you want your child to have the custodial parent be the happiest they could be? Right. So I'm torn on that. I'm torn on that. You know, you know, I'm just trying to put myself in Robin's shoes and she put Ghana on her vision board many, many, many years ago. You know, this is something that she has aspired to for a long time in her life and the the opportunity and the universe conspired to have that for her. So why should she not go? And this man out here gallivanting with bitches from his past. And right. Gallivanting. Can't, <laughs> can't even keep the heat on in the house because he's so gone. Why shouldn't she go do what she's been wanting to do? You know, so a part of me looks at it like that. But then I also understand staying in New York for her child to have a close relationship with the father. Right. But, and then ultimately, in the end, he thanked her. Mm-hmm. He thanked Robin because I guess once you have time, because two years later now, mm-hmm. he's still doing his thing. You still won a Pulitzer Prize. Exactly. So imagine the work that took. Did mm-hmm. you even have time for a family for real? So right. maybe, you know, Jordan might have been a better meet for him. Right. At that point. But he got to have, at, at the end of it, he got to have everything he wanted. He got the he had the wife experience. He had the child. He mm-hmm. about to fort, fuck Jordan soon. Seems like, and he got the Pulitzer Prize. He won, right? He did. He won, but he is. I believe him and his wife. They have the most complex relationship out of all the couples. I think, and it always been that way. Mm-hmm. Girl, you got engaged to that nigga. At Mia and Lance's wedding, after he got his ass whooped for fucking the bride. <laughs> All right, so you hey. kind of signed up for this shit, you know what I'm saying? And he told you he was about to fuck Jordan that night before you came, and you stayed. So, I mean, you got to take some accountability now. See, I don't remember all that stuff. Y'all some real TV motherfuckers, okay? I don't even remember all those details, but now I do. Yeah. That is wild. And it's real. You lose him how you get him. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes. He was about to fuck Jordan while he was your man the night before y'all got engaged. Shame. Show that part. Shame. I don't know. Is it that... Okay. And this is this is a how I also relate with Jordan some more. I know I'm not the safe wife. I'm not the safe girlfriend. I'm going mm-hmm. to make you cry. I'm going to give you something to fucking deal with. You're like, men want to be able to do all these. I'm not going to actually do it, but if you do some shit to me, like, there's going to be, like, repercussions. Mm-hmm. So I think that he, Jordan wasn't safe, you know? Men, oftentimes, they don't marry the woman that they actually want. Mm-hmm. They marry, they marry safe. They're, they're homely, safe chick. Yeah, they yeah. marry safe, and then they go outside to do their little thing with the people they actually like. All right, you know one other thing that I just didn't like about the series? Why they had that fine-ass black man Will in the story and she ain't fuck him? Yeah, I was, I was so mad. Like, what, what? like he, he was purposeless to the story. Like, he didn't come to New York and fuck her. Like, 
why is he here being all fine and chocolatey? I would have took that swordfish. I'd have like, you only got one piece of swordfish, sir. Because mm-hmm. I like, I had a snapper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a snapper. Yeah, because look, would Jasmine, you have taken use fish? Would you yes, have we could have yes. split it. We definitely would have been eating off the same fork and fucking that night. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to know? No one's going to know. Who's going to know? They're They'll not going to find know. out. Right. <laughs> but um, Jasmine made her way to goddamn New York somehow. I don't understand why old boy ain't made his way. Right. Uh, Will. Yeah, Jasmine came to New York. So, all right, I like the part that they made her... She was flirting now. She was being flirty, mm-hmm. but she was engaged and she let him know that I'm loyal and I'm spoken for. So don't even try it because it's not happening. And I think they wanted us to see that this character could be loyal to the person that she's with. Yeah. A little fraternizing is healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I got in trouble a lot in my last relationship for fraternizing, but it's not because he didn't fraternize. It's because I didn't snoop to see what he was doing often. Mm-hmm. It just would drop in my lap. But I think that everybody does it. Everybody like had these little chit chat, little sneaky little things they do with people that they have some type of connection with. But it's not cheating. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and as soon as she told him, hey, when she felt like he was liking her, she said, you know, I'm, I'm engaged. And that's just how it should be. I feel like you should be able to have friends of the opposite sex. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, if, and even if you meet them later on in life like if you're in a relationship and you like why can't i meet a new man and and not be somebody i want to have sex with well they did want to fuck though you could tell they did the energy was there but overall it was good i enjoyed it i hope they have a part two i don't know i think it might be the end of it because they said the final chapters i was about to say that yeah (laughs) but it would it's a story that could keep going honestly we everybody loves these characters they've been part of our lives for 20 years so I would I would watch another round. Well, maybe people are watching my movie when it comes out. What's it called? No, I haven't. I can't tell you. I can't tell the people. I'll tell you once I get you to sign this verbal of uh, sign a verbal NDA. But okay. it's essentially like a mixture between and some of the shit I was seeing. I'm like, you know, when you think something and you put it in the universe, you need to hurry up and do it. Because mm-hmm. I think once you put it out in the, in the ethers, other people pick it up somehow. Because mm-hmm. some of the like little things I wanted to do in my movie is in motherfucking Best Man. So mm-hmm. so it's like a mix between Best Man and what's that movie? Um, it's like white guys and they go um, on a bachelor party like in Vegas on one. Hangover? Hangover. Hango- hangover. So it's like a mix between those two. Can I be a character in it? Yeah, you could be a character in there. I literally have, like, I'm looking at people, like, on social media. It's, like, some people I want that are, like, aspiring actresses and stuff like that that I Don't want. Don't give me no weak-ass lines like, they went that way. No, <laughs> bitch, I want a role. Give me okay? extra. No, I don't Extra, wanna... extra. <laughs> I don't want to be just walking by on the phone, like, all right, just walk. Like, one of my phone. characters is, like, an Erica Badu type person. And so when I saw the one character in the movie, I mean, not like that, though. I want her to actually be like an Erica Badu type type character. In real she, life? Yeah. She wasn't that. Uh, what's the the one who um, was went Quentin, who's going to marry Quentin? Siamara? Yeah, Siamara. So it's like a Siamara type character, but like a real one. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. one of the characters in my movie that's going to like... Um, 
you know, make one of the other guys, the corporate thug nigga, like change, who got all the bitches, like change. Okay, coming soon, y'all. I'll be in a movie, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I enjoyed it nonetheless. I stayed up till three o'clock last night because your ass wanted to talk about this, but I enjoyed it. It wasn't yeah, I made wasted. her watch it, y'all. We, okay. I was like, watch this shit so we can talk about it with our listeners. I've I've been watching uh, his his uh, dark materials on HBO Max. That's that's the show I've been currently watching. It's really mm-hmm. good, y'all. Time travel, people? married. Uh, no, it's like um, no, it's mixed. It's different people. It's like mm-hmm. going in between different universes and shit like that. Is stuff like the Bible. They got Metatron in there. It's it's real. Um, it's really good. But that's the type of shit I'd be liking to watch. Anyway, y'all, maybe we'll do these little reviews more often on the black black cinema type yeah. movies that people have been following for years and years and years. But, yep. So, listen, if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all follow me on Instagrams. Go ahead, kick it, Tam. And y'all, it's me, Tam Bam. Y'all follow me on Instagram too, official Tam Bam. I love y'all so much. I didn't tell y'all in the beginning. I forgot, but don't. it doesn't mean I forget to love y'all. I love y'all every day. So y'all remember to speak now. And never hold your peace. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.